the last great coliseum, the site of the cut race for round number one. Great flags in the air, we're racing at Bristol. And issues for the 18, he's into the wall. There's a lot of rowdy fans out there, but this is not what they wanted to see. Oh, oh my God, the backstretch. What do you stretch? Backseat Drivers. I'm Alex Weaver, joined by NBC Sports' Kyle Petty and our resident analyst back on the table, Mamba Smith. Uh, well, remember, at any time during the show, you can text <coughs> Kyle, text Kyle more, <laughs> yeah. or yeah. Mamba to 31032 <laughs> to agree or to disagree with their takes. And uh, speaking from how we started off this morning in the studio, I can tell you that it is going to be... Um, a hot take show. So text that number, oh. make sure, and uh, disagree or agree with us. Bristol, a wild finish for the round of the playoffs. And now we have the round of 12. It's set. It's locked. But we also have 19 winners on the season. Tell Steve Letarte. There's 19. <laughs> 19. 19. 19. God, but, did, but did, he thought it wasn't going to be. playoffs. I know. Yeah, that, tomato, tomato, whatever. I, I got I, your back, I can't Steve. I can't, I believe, I can't believe there's 19. I, okay. I just can't. Exactly. So I it's can't. tied for the most since 1972 and 2001. This is the most different winners we have seen in a season. I got a chance to catch up with winner number 19, also known as driver number 17 in victory lane. Here's what Chris Buescher had to say at Bristol. This is one that has been on top of my list. I'd take this over any other win that we, any other racetrack we go to. This is, this is the one for me. So, just uh, so appreciative of this group, everybody on this fast and all team. Get fast on victory lane, a points race finally after all these years. That's a, that's a big one for us. Get uh, the Ford group back in here and uh, with the unveil of the new Mustang this week, it's definitely a special time. Got a lot of buzz around it. So, um, it's on concrete, which is the one I wanted. So, it's, uh, it's all adding up. This is. Really special night for us. Mamba, 19 different winners. A sweep of playoff wins by the non-playoff drivers in this round of 16. Eric Jones, Bubba Wallace, Chris Busher. Is it a cause for concern, however, that the playoff drivers can't get it done? We can't close one out. We cannot have a driver that locks in. I don't think it's a problem at all. I think it's great. It, I, I, you can call it a problem. I mean, it's a great problem. It's a problem for the playoff yeah, drivers. Well, yeah, that's yeah. their problem. Yeah. But if you're these other guys and these other teams, you should be excited that you're competing at such a high level. And it really makes it to where you look at it. And this car and the product that we have now, it is showing up and the, the level has been equaled. And that's what we want. We want more teams to be able to win, more drivers to be able to win. I am loving it. And now you got to navigate that. Yeah. And now, now it's not just, okay, we're kicking people out of the playoffs and you got to navigate those fast guys. Yeah. You gotta navigate through twenty to twenty-two yeah. good cars, Fact. and it's yeah. great. Uh, and and I love this. I love this for one simple fact. Once they started the playoffs, the chase, whatever you want to call it, all the teams that didn't make the playoffs, mm -hmm. their sponsors would say, "Well, we never get any publicity. We don't get anything." Now they're getting all the publicity. Oh yeah, yeah. they're getting all yeah. of it. I mean, so it shows the sponsors and the partners in the sport that. Just because your team doesn't make the playoffs, you can still be a factor. Yep. That's the best. But for me, I think that's big for the sport. So I talked to your dad when we were at Bristol, and, and RP said, 
I asked him to win one of the 26, and of course he wins the 27. <laughs> talking about Eric Jones. Yeah. So just from an organization side of things, does it mean less when you win no. and it's not a playoff win? There is no, there is, there is not a lesser mm. cup win. Okay. Okay. There are some that are a little bit more. Right. Meaning yeah. Daytona and Darlington and some. Yeah. They're a little bit more, but there's nothing as a driver. There's nothing like a cup win. So there is no such thing for a sponsor or for anyone else. When you put your name and you put that car in victory lane and you're holding that trophy, uh, that means everything. I'll go over and say, too, like, when you're not in the playoffs and you get to be a disruptor. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that feels, oh. That that's a satisfaction good. thing. Ooh. And you got somebody that's on the bubble and you can, <laughs> you can take something away from them. Yeah. Ooh, that feels That's good. a great point. Mm. Yeah. Great point. Well, Things that feel good are that, and things that don't feel good for drivers like Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick. We saw some former Cup champions, the two that I just mentioned, not make it to the round of 12. So here is what the driver of the 18 and the driver of the number four had to say following the Bristol night race. Pretty tough. I mean, we pitted in front of the 17, so um, just kind of the way the year has gone. And just uh, went from having a chance to lead the parade to uh, being a part of the parade. Just difficult to pass. Cars are way too fast through the corners. Can't race. Sort of goes with our year. Um, I just, I mean, I don't even know what to say. I'm flabbergasted. Are we flabbergasted? Uh, in the beginning of the season, we asked if this was a changing of the guard, and we didn't think so. But here we are, and I think the oldest playoff driver right now is, what, 32, maybe? Wow. But here we are. Is it a changing of the guard, KP? Yeah, I, yes, but it has been for the last couple of years, and it will be for the next couple of years. We're just in that transition period, so it is a little bit of the changing of the guard. Um, I don't look at it so much as drivers changing the guard, as I look at it as as organizations up in their game. Uh, we talked about it, uh, RFK, Trackhouse, yeah. um, uh, Petty GMS. You know, these teams have been capable of winning races and beating the Hendrick. The, the Penske, uh, the SHR, uh, the Gibbs team. So I, I, I look at that at the same time. This is an, an, is an era that I don't, I don't believe I've ever seen. I think we've seen drivers who have, have, ex, have exerted their dominance and, and they fall off, but not teams like this. Well, it's also at tracks that those top organizations have dominated. Oh, yeah. This isn't Daytona's and Talladega's True. where we're getting the luck. It's, it's the Darlington's and the Bristol's. So are you surprised of the change into the guard? Uh, no, because especially when the new car came, no one knew anything. So yeah. we didn't know what driving styles were going to correlate with this car. We didn't know what teams. Like RFK, they are very engineer-based, and they have been for a little while. Yeah. And with the old car, it might not have paid off as much. And it took a while for it to pay off for them this year. But over the last, course of the last, what, month, six weeks, you kind of saw them start to turn corner you're like you might need to start working out with these guys and then they put it all together because like KP said it's not just the drivers it's the whole organization yep. and even though you put your car in a situation to win the race now you got to come down pit road yeah now these guys on pit road are doing something that they haven't done which is having to do a pit stop that matters yeah that, that means something. that means something so it's the whole thing well, and Mamba, you mentioned that. Are we surprised that it's both Kevin Harvick and Kyle Busch? I even talked about pre-race at Bristol that they were two of the best. Coincidentally, they were two of the best that ever do it at Bristol. And I know it wasn't driver error that technically got them knocked out of the playoffs, but 
Are we surprised that both are eliminated so quickly? Um, for, <laughs> for me, I, I'm, I, I, I'm not because of their yeah, season. That's right. But I am because of how well they're running specifically in this race. They yeah. both were running up front. Yeah. And obviously the four, they came down pit road. One of those times where they didn't get it done. Yeah. And for then sure. for Kyle, it's like, man, what do I got to do to finish a race? Because it's not like he's ran bad and the team has done good. And you've seen Kyle talk about this and how hard those guys were. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they deserve more. And he's been saying that for weeks. They deserve more. And that part sucks. Yeah. I, I think you look at it and, and I agree. Um, it's the collective work of 26 races that put him in this position. Yeah. It's not this race. Yeah. Um, but what I, I look at these teams and I, I expect these teams. Um, and, and earlier we were talking about football, we are talking about different teams. But but I expect these teams to up their game. And they didn't. Yeah. They, they didn't up their True. game. They didn't up it on pit road. They didn't up it on prep. They didn't up it on the racetrack to some degree. And that's not necessarily the driver's fault. I'm, I'm not blaming it on the And I'm not blaming it on the team. They were just in a circumstance where when things did go bad, it became catastrophic. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just a setback. Mm -hmm. Well, this uh, was the final playoff race for Kyle Busch in the number 18. He obviously will be on the track for the remaining seven races of the season in the 18. But then in 2023, it was announced last week that Kyle Busch would be moving over to Richard Childress Racing in 2023. Along with that comes the uncertainty of the driver that's in the eight right now, Tyler Reddick. His 2023 season is up in the air. He still has a contract to race with RCR in 2023, but Kyle Busch will now be in the eight car. Here's what RC had to say regarding Tyler Reddick's future at the organization. Tyler Reddick, I met with him about an hour ago, and I explained to him that uh, he wasn't going to drive the eight car next year. We've got a contract for him to drive for RCR next year. And... Uh, I wanted to talk to him before this official announcement. I know there's been a lot of word and rumor out there, but I met with him about an hour ago. All right, so 2024, Tyler Reddick does not have to worry. He will be in a 2311 car. But uh, it's 2022. There's a year in between that, and he's not in the eight. So with all that being said, in the hour before phone call, what happens to Tyler Reddick in 2023? KP, let's. Start with you. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> I find it interesting that that was um, that Childress. If we go back and we were talking about it, that Childress felt slighted when yeah. the, the Reddick announcement came out. So Childress just payback was, I'm going to call you an hour before I, I make my big announcement. You know that kind of thing. So that was a little bit of gamesmanship right there. Uh, and I think that Childress danced around. I didn't take it. I took it this way. Danced around the question of Tyler Reddick and a charter mm -hmm. for, the, for mm -hmm. next year and where Tyler Reddick's gonna be. Mm -hmm. um, Tyler Reddick's season, meaning 2022, ended not moving on to the playoffs because they don't have to give him the time of day the rest of the year. Uh, yeah, honestly, he is in a bad right. place yeah. for these last, last few races. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it's gonna be interesting to see how they play the Tyler Reddick card. Um, and it's gonna speak volumes, I believe, for what the children's organization is. If they just poo-poo him and send him off to nowhere uh, and no man's land, then I would never drive for Richard Childress because what's he gonna do to me when he turns his back on me as a driver? 
I mean, it's gonna speak volumes to the garage area. Forget the fans. The garage area is gonna look and say, are they gonna give Tyler Reddick a fair shot? Are they gonna give him something that he can race with, something that he can win with, something that he can be competitive? Because he's proven that he can be. Um, and I think that speaks to the morals and to the, to the leadership of the organization. So I'm gonna throw that out for Richard Childress to chew on for a little while when he thinks about what he's gonna do for, for Tyler Reddick. <laughs> hey, Dave Reed. I'm chewing. Sorry, man. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> I like what you say. <laughs> uh, but like for me, it's kind of like, and to, I don't know what he's what they're gonna do either. Um, I think, I think the real battle is between RCR, twenty three eleven, Chevy, and Toyota. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel bad because he's such a nice guy, and this is not his in his really in his mo to be in a situation like Which Tyler, Tyler, Tyler Reddick. Yeah, okay. yeah. Tyler Reddick, like being in between. Now this is yeah. a very awkward a situation, yeah. and everyone loves Tyler Reddick. Like he's a great person, right? A lot of business, this, but this is business. This isn't personal. This is yeah. business. Now it got a little personal, <laughs> got a little <laughs> personal. But uh, so the question is, what is Toyota going to do? Yeah. Are they going to let their their new guy that that they are going to hang their hat on to give them wins and uh, you know compete for a championship? Are they going to let him hang out there? And if if RC and them decide to put him in a different car that's not coming out of, let's say it doesn't come out of yeah. Richard Childress. Mm -hmm. Even if it does, like how much attention is it gonna get? Are you gonna let him just sit there and maybe his, thumbs, yeah. maybe his stock fall and then that hurts your sponsorship that yeah. you're trying to get for him yeah. for the next year? Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of moving pieces here and yeah. I'm excited to watch it throughout the offseason. Okay, well, turning the page to Texas, because that seems like a pretty good place to stop. It's time for Backseat Bets, presented by BetMGM. And remember to text Kyle or Mamba to 31032 to make your picks for the week, because we might be wrong. We won't be, but we might be. We probably Never. will be. <laughs> All right, Texas Motor Speedway is up next, and this is kicking off the round of 12. So, obviously, playoff drivers are going to be hard charging to make sure that they can actually win one this round. So one driver who has momentum, not in the playoffs, and is also a Texas native. He's the latest winner in the NASCAR Cup Series, Chris Buescher, versus a driver who has yet to win this season. <laughs> Close your ears. I love he you so much. dollars <laughs> at this exact racetrack. What are we talking about? Wait a minute. Okay. Wait a minute. Okay. That wasn't a points race. Yeah. Yeah. I, was just, I was just looking to see how much point, many right. points he got. Did it pay? All right, so the 17 of Chris Busher versus the 12 of Ryan Blaney. KP, who you got? I'm going to take Busher. Oh, like listen, it. Texas boy, going home, yeah. going home after a big win. Sure. After a win. I mean, he beat everybody there. Yeah. Uh, it's not that Pocono win that he had, you know what I mean? And that's still a win. Light I give him that win no matter what yeah. because, by God, they put themselves in position. Mm -hmm. You can't. You can't belittle that. But this was a day that he ran up front and he outrun these guys. So I go with, with Chris Bush. You're going with Christopher. I know who you're going with. Yeah, I, I mean, this is a, I'm pretty sure this chair right here is a 12 <laughs> under it somewhere. It's going 12, man. Like, he won, he, and they need, they need it. Like, they need a win. And he won here uh, for the All-Star Race. So we're good. Yeah, I, I like the time, every time we talk about um, Ryan Blaney winning, we're getting farther and farther away. Remember when he won? Remember yeah. when he won? Yeah. Remember when he won? Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Oh, we need one. I we know you. You do need one. You do need one. I give you that.
Well, I know that YRB won the million dollars at Texas, but everything's bigger in Texas, including momentum. I'm going with the 17 of Chris Buescher. Wow, you see how she really tied that whole thing together? Yeah, that was good. Almost had me in the first half, and then <laughs> nope. Nope. That's what we like to do over here. The highs and lows of racing. <laughs> All right, next up, uh, now that the points have restacked, Chase Elliott is now in the lead for uh, the round of 12 points versus Joey Logano, who has... Uh, showed a spark of life here in these last couple of races. So we going with the nine or the twenty-two? Uh, I think I'm going with the nine. Okay. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm going with the nine. Okay. I, I honestly don't pick the nine a whole lot on the show. So I'm going with the nine. Yeah, I picked a twenty-two all the time. So I'm going with I'm going with Joey Logano. <laughs> I, I I think I, I think they they. This is an important race. Yeah, I, th for sure. I think this first race in this round is an important race because of the two races that finished this round, mm -hmm. the Roval and Talladega. And I think you've got to make a statement in this first race and grab as many points and do as much as you can in this first race. Yeah. Uh, and I think Joey's one of those guys, we talked earlier, but one of those guys that's with a team and as a driver who can go to another mm -hmm. place. So this one was tough for me because you see the likes of Joey Logano, who's gotten so good at the super speedways and has a lot of forward power helping him at Talladega next week. And then you see the like of Chase Elliott, who's become so good at the Roval and the road courses. But I'm going with the 22. Give me Logano at Texas. All right. Next up, we have the reigning champ, who is on to the next round with a round of 12. And then... Possibly a champ favorite uh, earlier in the season, but the one of Ross Chastain, who both track house cars made it to the round of 12. That, impressive. that, that is impressive. impressive. That Justin is Justin Marks, we see you. Yeah. Yes. We like what we're seeing. Uh, so Kyle Larson versus Ross Chastain, Mamba. Now, the interesting part about this one, KP, is neither one of them have really been like stout. Yeah. yeah. And the five hasn't been stout since in a long time. Yeah. About Phoenix last year, they've just not really had it all. The one, I better go. I'm gonna go with the one because mm. I'm gonna go with the one because he's a dog. Yeah, and he's trying to prove something. So. Yeah, I have a follow up question to this. Keep going. Okay, I'm going with the one. I'm mm. going with Ross Chastain. Listen, I'll go anywhere with Ross Chastain. He's gonna clear a path, and I'm going with him. <laughs> That's no what and, and I just want to say for the record. I watched the entire race at Bristol, and I never saw a payback. I never saw a payback at all. What happened? I don't know. What happened with all these drivers flapping so, lips? So I heard gums flapping, but I didn't see a payback. This leads me to my next point. I'm going with the five, by the way, Kyle Larson. I'm going with the Hendrick driver at Texas. But at what point... Does the payback come? Does it come? Like, are they just oh, trying well, to... Are they why wouldn't it come in the first round? You just eliminate. Exactly. You just eliminate exactly. the guy. Because... because because if you give it to him in the first round, you still got to deal with. Now he's really gonna. Now he's really gonna mess with you. Like he, if you take away where he's he already has, messing but with. Yeah, him. but you have nothing. Now he has nothing to lose. Now it's just mind games. Now it's me. just yeah, like. That's right. That's now I'd rather like feel like I have some control over that and do it when I really need it. Because if you do it in the first round, he has nothing to lose, and he will. Let me just say that you give drivers way too much credit to think this thing out to say. Hey, listen, Ross Chastain has got one thing on his mind, and it's number on his car and winning races, yeah. and that one thing is win, win, win. That's it. Hey, I mean, I, I don't see it. Where do you, where do you see him paying back, Talladega? Yeah, he's gonna, we're, gonna, <laughs> we're gonna get him on pit road, boys. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm, my, my point is they eliminated one of the places 
where you it can. was not right. as obvious right. and you could have done something. Right. That was my point. That's yeah. my point. Yeah, yeah. That's my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that meme where the dude's like looking and it's like all the numbers He's and it's like, this math. is me right now of like, all right. Yeah. So, okay. Anyways, yeah. uh, on the flip side of that, we talked about Ross Chastain. We obviously, uh, the elephant in the room was Denny Hamlin. It's a uh, 11 size elephant. So Denny Hamlin versus Christopher Bell. Christopher Bell had a great night at Bristol. Uh, almost got the dub. But I thought yeah. it was going to be the Yahoo, the purple Yahoo. Oh, we part. have to choose between these two? Yeah. Denny okay, Hamlin I'll take Christopher Bell. Christopher Bell. Okay. Christopher Bell. Christopher Bell said it. Texas is the most important race besides Phoenix Agreed. for the rest of the year. Yeah. And I think he takes that mindset, and Adam Stevens takes that mindset into that race, and they do something. I just want to know if Adam Stevens is doing like yoga now, mm-hmm. or he's probably just like so relaxed on top of that pit box with Christopher Bell now. Go it's, ahead. Well, it's probably a little different. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a little, a little different. bit different. Uh, I'm going. I'm going with the 11. The 11. I'm going with DH. He's oh, you are. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He finished second in the yeah. All Star race, and I just think that what happened in the All Star race matters. And what That's a good point. We like we we only we, this is only the second or third time we've been able to go to this place. It matters. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, I am agreeing with KP a lot today. I'm going yes, with the Yes, you are. Yo, wow. I'm going to hit all these, and these guys are losing every one of them. It's gonna <laughs> Maybe be not. Maybe not. I won't remember when I was. <laughs> all right. So that was our, our picks, our head-to-head picks for the week. So now we're going to do our victory lane pick. There can only be one driver at the end of the race in victory lane. So, KP, guest honor, uh, are you going with the playoff or non-playoff driver? Well, I've raced long enough that I've seen multiple drivers in victory lane, but most of them were fighting when they mm. all showed up there. So um, I'm going with That's true. I'm going with Christopher Bell. I am going with Christopher Bell. Okay, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> honestly, I, I I hadn't even thought about it until this point because I'm like, it's such a scattered. Yes. Like it's so hard to pick really anybody. Um, you know what? I'm going to go with a, a non-playoff driver, I mean, but a playoff team. I'm going to go back with the 45. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to go back with the choice. 45 because yeah. Kansas and Texas have some similarities in the yeah. racetrack. Bubba's driving the best that he, I've yes, ever he seen him drive. The team is on a high, and to you guys' point, momentum matters. Yeah. yeah. Um, not planned. I have the 20 written down right there. There it is. Christopher Bell. No, 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 no. <laughs> Which means the 45 will win. <laughs> Let's go. Let's get it, boy. All right. Well, I hope you guys have been tuning in to Race for the Championship on USA. It's every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Here's a sneak peek of this week's episode. Being an owner and a driver is certainly a balancing act. You're happy there? Dirt and mud really kind of forced me out of my comfort zone. You win a race and it, and it puts you in the playoffs. We only need one, but we gotta make some hay. This is our only chance. Final control. It is scary, but we pray that it all works out. We are going high speeds, and we are in a cage. I am your man. All right, so don't forget, Thursday night, 10 p.m., you have a date. It's with your television. Uh, we're heading to Texas Motor Speedway. It's the opening race for the round of 12. I can't wait. KP, you pumped? I am pumped. L- listen. I, I am pumped for this round. Me too. Because this was the round that I thought was going to be the round that was up in the air, mm-hmm. but we just came from the round that was up in the air. So this one, no telling where it's going. What happens in Texas? What happens in Texas? Action. Yeah. Someone, <laughs> someone's going to go home really upset. I yes, promise you that. Yeah, this is, as KP has stated several times, drivers have said this is the most important race. So a lot on the line here because you head to two wild cards. So if you want a ticket, 
to the round of eight, Texas is the spot to do it. You race fans are not going to want to miss it. Make sure and tune in to Texas Motor Speedway this Sunday at 3.30 p.m. Eastern on USA. KP, Mamba, always a pleasure. Yes, it Thanks is. Thanks for tuning in to the Backseat Drivers, and we'll see you right back here next week. This year, see more. The full field of in-car cameras. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Backseat Drivers. Make sure to rate, review, and follow to stay up to date on each new episode dropping every Monday.